0: This is Pastor Joseph Davis. Thank you for joining the radio ministry of Truth Gatherers Dream Center Church. We believe the word of God is the lamp unto our feet and it is a light unto our path. This word will bless you right now. And I got a simple topic. It's just back to school with God. Everybody say back to school with God. With God. Back to school with God meaning that we are people of faith and even though it is back to school we just want everyone to understand that God is going with us. Parents, God is going with you. Children, God is going with you. Back to school with God. Psalms 127, I'm gonna read verse 3 and 5. I have a different version here. It helps me to make my point that I want to make here this morning psalms 1 to 27 verse 3 through 5 it makes my point uh, new living version it says see children are a gift from the Lord children born to us are our special reward the children of, of a young man are like arrows in the hand of a soldier Happy is the man who has many of them, they will not be put to shame when they speak in the gate with those who hate them. God gives us a perspective as he thinks of children. If we're not careful, we pick up on all the habits of the world, habits of frustrated people, habits of people who are not prepared and now have children and now they're Um, potentially overwhelmed and now they're thinking differently about the child than how God thinks about children but God wants us to know that children are a gift if you're next to a child tell that child you are a gift gift. come on I said tell that child you are a gift (laughs) you are a gift you are a gift from the Lord you are a gift from the Lord You are special and you are a gift of the Lord uh, so much so that it describes for a young warrior that he has a great chance or better chances of defeating his enemies or defeating those who come against them. If he has more children it says that children are such a blessing I know when we hear this scripture as much as we believe the God and love the word of God we don't like Psalms 127 verse 5 we don't like now. we don't like one five because this tells us to have a whole lot of children we love the children we have thank you Lord Yeah, I ain't saying nothing I was like huh? I like the word no you don't And I know some people got different uh, revelation of Psalms 27 verse five. Because it says, happy is the man who has many of them or whose quiver is full, is Kim Jong's version. And so some people have fresh revelation of quiver being full, which means my quiver small. So if I had one, my quiver full. If I had two, my quiver full. Hallelujah, somebody said my quiver full. (laughs) <laughs> My quiver full. Right? But it, it tells us just the perspective as it relates to what happens when you actually, here is the point that's really trying to be made here. What happens, and it really describes in King James Version as them as being arrows in his quiver. What happens when you train a child in the right direction? Here's the perspective of King James Version. said they are like arrows and the quiver of a man. And the quiver is the thing that holds all his arrows. And, and it says uh, when you train and direct a child in the way that he should go, when you prepare a child, when you educate a child, when you nurture, when you love a child, they are like arrows in a man's quiver. And so what it's saying is the more we train our children, the more we educate them, the more we nurture them, the more we love them the more that we provide the things that are needed for them to grow the more they are a weapon towards the future so many times when we think about the future, we think about the next generation sometimes we hear phrases I don't know about this next generation I don't know about this, but the truth of the matter is, if everyone would do their part, their responsibility to train their child, come on, the training nurture then our future is bright then our future is hopeful because children are a gift from the Lord Amen. children are a gift from the Lord number one children are a gift from the Lord Ephesians 6 I'll be reading from Ephesians 6 New Living's translation Thank you. My tablet went out on. It's taking the rest break when I need it most. Let me, give me a second here. It's on the screen, but children do what your parents tell you. Talking to children. Children do what your parents tell you. Children, do what your parents tell you. I'm telling you. One more time. Children, do what your parents (laughs) tell you. This is only right. One of the first lessons as a child, because one of the things that adults have to do with children, is to remind children that they were once a child. This is good for the parent who is now raising the child because the parent raising the child should also have the mindset that they were once a child. It helps the parent properly raise the child. Means the child need education, the child need training, but the child need patience. And it says children obey your parents, all right, but, uh, children do what your parents tell you to do. One of the first lessons that my parents taught me was called obedience obeying following instructions matter of fact it's one of the main lessons of parents to the children is to obey and follow instructions because everything in the rest of your life the secret of your success is going to be your ability to pay attention focus and follow instructions for the rest of your life when you go to work it's gonna be the same thing as an adult you're gonna still have to be able to follow instructions and pay attention and carry out you never graduate in life if you're successful if you're doing well from following instructions yeah. so that first lesson is everything and it tells children to obey a parents or tell them what to do and follow what your parents tell them what to do but it also is also giving parents their role is to tell that child what to do. No, that child needs direction. That child needs to be pointed. That child needs that parent to have a foresight, an insight that they can be directed. So parents, we have something to do. We can't be silent. We are to tell our children what to do no I know we've got new age thinking that says I'm gonna let them figure out everything for themselves that's dangerous when somebody who's already lived before that child decides that that church that child has to learn everything from their own experience truth doesn't the matter there are certain experiences hopefully some of our children will not have and some of y'all know what I'm talking about already because you have already had the experience and because you have already had that negative experience you should do all that's in your power to inform empower warn educate and lovingly help that child miss everything that you did or everything that happened to you that was a negative experience i must pull on you parents how many parents are consciously raising your child to ensure what you did they do better in what you did not do well come on what you did not do well they do better at Children, obey your parents. Do what parents tell you. This is only right. Go to verse 2 for me. Honor. Your mother and your father. Honor. Now, this is a real teaching. is as old as the Bible is. Honor is a big thing because... So much has happened in the family structure. So much has happened with parents and situations between adults that now children have gotten caught up into adults who won't do things right. right. And because of sometimes how because of what children have getting caught up, that the lack of honor, and if anything, a mother ought to teach their children is to respect their father. If anything <laughs> that a father ought to teach their child is to respect their mother. Children, honor your father and your mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. If you honor your father and your mother, things will go well for you. You will have a long life on the earth. 47 years old, Dr. Nicholson. These scriptures are the bedrock of my life. I don't know, at first as a kid, when I heard these, honor your mother, obey your parents, when I heard this as a kid, I just felt like, you know, and I heard this from my parents, I heard this from my grandparents, I heard this from the mothers in the church, amen, and, and I just thought they didn't have nothing else to say. <laughs> uh-huh. Just like your kids think of you. I thought they have nothing else so You ain't got nothing else to say but to tell me to obey. Nothing else to say but tell me to honor. They said other things. But this was one of the main focal lessons, is obeying honor. My dad was very strong on obeying honor, just very strong obeying honor. And of course, I thank God for a house that we could ask questions. But you couldn't ask questions, Let's put a caveat there, you couldn't ask questions after he told you to do something. Now, you couldn't ask questions about everything educational information and stuff like that but you know clean your room don't really have a response without asking a question I mean unless you're asking how to clean then we can train you how to clean alright so <laughs> <laughs> we were able to ask questions but these simple words of honor your father and your mother I want to bring them back to your forefront today Parents teaching honor, students learning, children learning to honor, your mother and your father. I can't tell you the amount of favor, blessing that has come to my life because I was taught to honor. I can't tell you the number of people in my entire life who has done something nice for me. Because I was taught honor. I was taught honor your mother and your father. I was also taught honor adults. And and I want to say parents, we got to get back to teaching that again. Parents, we got to get back to teaching that again. I believe there's a balance to it, but be careful when you just go off and you never believe adults when adults are talking to you. My dad taught us honor your father and your mother. Honor adults. I always give the story and I give it again. I decided I could disrespect the janitor at the elementary school. I decided I could because I was riding my bike after hours in the school while he was cleaning up and going through his rounds. Cleaning up the school. And so I decided I wanted to take my bike up there. I had a huffy. Y'all know nothing about a huffy. I about no Huffy, huh? I had a BMX too, but but I had a huffy. I took my huffy and I decided I wanted to put marks on the sidewalk. You know, when you ride riding, you skid. huh? And I want to see how long I can make these skid marks. They had just recently pressure washed all pressure washed all the sidewalks. And here come little Joe Jr. with his huffy, And I decided I was going to put scuff marks all on it. And he said, young man, he saw me. Young man, you're not supposed to be here after hours. You know that. And I, he was about 20, 30 feet away. And I said, you don't tell me what to do. Like a child. And I used a phrase that don't even make any sense based on the way I was raised. I said, you're not my mama, you're not my daddy. That don't even make sense on the way I was raised. I don't even know why I said it. Y'all know what I'm talking about, too. That don't even make sense the way I was raised. Because he's an adult and I'm a child. And I'm saying you ain't my mother and you ain't my father. You can't tell me what to do. That's what I said to him. And he did one of them numbers. Boy, like he was coming at me. And I just took off (laughs) like a kid. (laughs) You can't catch me. He said, boy, I'm going to get you. Well, just like a kid, I thought it was over. So I'm on my bike, and while he's still doing his rounds, he was in the front. So I went in the back of the school riding around, still on the sidewalk, just doing my skid marks. Well, he done made his rounds and he's no longer in the front. He's in the back. And he stepped out one of those offices and while I was passing by. And he grabbed my huffy, grabbed my bike. Yes, he did. He said, uh-huh, I done caught you. And when he caught me, he caught me riding mid-air. So I was up on my bike riding that mean my hind part was sticking up he grabbed that and he spanked me four or five times you know you ain't supposed to do that he spanked me and he let me go i was crying and then he said and i dare you to go tell your mama and your daddy i want you to Not dare you like, don't do He said, now go tell your mama and your daddy what you said and what you did, and then come back with your parents and we talk about it. Now go home and tell your mama and your daddy what you did and tell them I spanked you. And what you think I did? Huh? What you think I did? huh? The first time my mama heard this story is when I sat down in church as a grown man. (laughs) The first time, you think I went home to tell my mom a side of a story that I disrespected an adult? And he spanked me? You think I went home with crocodile tears and tried to manipulate my daddy and my mama? I said, boy, what happened? Huh? Because you know something about the nature of a good parent? They don't just hear a story. You got enough nerve to come tell it, we are gonna go find out the facts. We are not gonna just sit down and say, what? No, 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 the nature of a good parent. If I had enough nerve to repeat it, then we need to go find out. I'm trying to teach something here, parents. I was teaching something. So I knew I wasn't going home to tell my mom and daddy what happened. Cause I knew what their response was gonna be. Now, who was this man? Now what and why did he whip you? What you say now? Tell me what happened. Because if I get down, let me teach you a little bit. If I get down to that school, and that man tells me something different, and this thing don't line up, so you gotta come on now. I've been a child before. I don't started off telling a little bit of lies to my parents when I first started talking. But while they talking to me, and while I'm steady line, that story starts straightening on up. Now I ain't saying nothing. You think I went home and told them? No, 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 no. I accepted that correction. Why? Why did we teach the principle? Because it's about teaching honor. I'm telling you, if we would get back to these simple key points of parenting, these simple key points of children learning to be a child, learning to be a good child. I'm almost done here. I want to pray. When I start finding out some of the secrets of being a good child, the blessings start falling. When I learn to respect my parents, respect my adults, when I learn to ask, when I learn to ask, sometimes my dad would say no. But how many know no's turn into yeses? Learn to do right by God, obeying instructions. I start seeing the favor of the Lord on my life. I start seeing teachers favor me. God wants us to raise our children in such a way that favor is on their lives. I want to read this final verse, and I'm going to pray. And to the children, I'm talking to both, but here I am talking to children. Proverbs 1, 8 through 12. i want want to be overcomplicated today. Very simple, straightforward. Proverbs 1, 8 through 12. This is just a final part of just what I've already said. Children, listen to your father's teaching. Listen to your father's teaching. I think one of the things that I try to do as an adult is try to ruin, try to get rid of the divide between the parent and the child. The divide that there's more arguing and back talk going on between the parent and the child because if there's that much back talk going on there's not much education and information is receiving from their child and if that child is not receiving the instruction there is something that they are not understanding that's why it's so important thank you for saying asking why because sometimes just telling the child only what to do is not enough sometimes they need to understand the whys to this why are you telling me what to do My child, listen to your father's teaching. Do not forget your mother's advice. The teaching will be like flowers in your hair or a necklace around your neck. It talks about what happens when you are a trained child, a taught child, a nurtured child, a blessed child. When you start listening to advice, when you start not forgetting your mother's advice, your father's teaching, I want to say that many of you, under the sound of my voice, many of you, children, many of you, children, many of you, I want you to recognize how blessed you are. Some of you, some of you, many of you are really blessed. Meaning you have good parents with good incomes, with sound mind, not giving no one else an excuse, but some of you children are blessed. You're blessed. You got fathers and mothers who care for you, who love you, give you instruction, give you all types of prizes. Some of you are so blessed you don't even understand. I'm serious. You don't even understand. I told my children, y'all so blessed y'all don't even understand. And and I think they get it now, but we we have to tell them. Because sometimes they don't really understand how blessed they are. And it's our job as parents to help them understand how blessed they are. You know, I tell my children when I grew up, and I tell them today have, I had more fist fights by the time I was ten than they had in their whole life to this very day, put them put together. Not that I'm proud of it, not that I'm proud of it, but I was saying, God has enabled us to hopefully provide a life to you that you don't have to go through some of the things that we went through. I was fighting for my life every day. I was fighting for my life every day in the neighborhood, in the community. And I thank God God brought me out of that. I thank God that he rescued me from that. But I told my children, I don't ever want you to have to fight every day. Fighting your peers. Can't get along with people. Hallelujah. And you know, and of course, if I tell the story, I want to say they didn't get along with me. Um, if I tell the story. But I, some of us are blessed. And I want some of our children to recognize how blessed you are to have the care that you have. And the love that you have. And for those who still have some challenge in your struggles, I want you to know that there is a village. Thank you, Dr. Nichols. There's a village beyond even your family who will love you and care for you. Because what I found out even beyond my house and I great good parents, but beyond my house, I entered into an extended village of people. Today, I can call names of teachers and other people who have really been the makeup of who I am today. And whether my parents uh, left off, they picked up. Come on. And this favor has followed me for the rest of my life. Today, my heart is simple to get parents and students ready for back to school. For us to enter in this school year with a measure of wisdom, a measure of faith, a measure of practicality, a measure measure of strategy and a measure of prayer. That we're not just entering back to school by ourselves, parents, but you're entering school with God. We know there are real challenges sometime uh, with our children uh, matriculating through certain courses, matriculating through certain phases of life, peer pressure, different grade levels, nervousness. But we're just not going back to school by ourselves. Somebody shout, we're going back to school with God. And I'm telling you, we will put our faith in the midst of all that we do. Put God's wisdom in all we do there's no telling what God would do for our families and our children. Will you clap your hands? I'm done today. Come on clap your hands stand to your feet as well Stand on your feet as well This General Assembly today is To put everybody under one voice To be a pastor and a father to this congregation to walk us through um, this bridge back to school and to prepare homes and families, um, to be better than we ever were, to keep our children on track, to protect our children from things of harm, from danger, to protect our children from the things that really are a nuisance to them. I want to pray that we uh, have great wisdom. We, everybody lift your hands? I really want to pray a prayer of, prayer of wisdom. I'll just say what I'm feeling. I'm really feeling that God wants to raise the level of parenting for us as adults. God wants to really raise our level of parenting. Some of us are doing better than others, but God really wants to raise our level of parenting as adults. Some things that we can do better so our child can succeed, there's some things God wants to do with us as parents, as adults. God bless you. If that blessed your soul, we will love for you at your next opportunity to join us in worship every Sunday morning in Monticello, the Victorious Church at 8 a.m. Or our Dream Center location here in Tallahassee at 10 a.m. We would love to have you and your family, and we can't wait for you to join us at any of our locations. This is Pastor Joseph Davis. God bless you and join us again.